Welcome to the Nitty Gritty, where we challenge conventional thinking. Join us as we explore real life, real people, real stories, and how pushing back can make all the difference. All right, well, welcome to the Nitty Gritty. I don't know what episode this is. I forgot last week, too. Nine? Ooh, we're so experienced. <laughs> so we're, go- we're going off the beaten path this week. I guess we kind of did last week. We, normally, we do kind of like the entrepreneurial, you know, whatever. Yeah. We had an awesome guest last last week named Kim, but we're going athletes this time. Oh, Big, shoot. strong, strapping athletes that make me feel normal-sized. <laughs> I feel <laughs> really I small, really which like. doesn't happen yeah. often in a room. I'm excited for the picture at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to look tiny. I know. So we have a Bronson and Corbin Kafusi. They don't need much introduction around here. <laughs> the two like scary looking Tongans that are nicer <laughs> than everybody. <laughs> you guys got to hear that a lot, right? Huh? The Kafusi yeah. kindness. It's just yeah. that's, kindness. What, that's what we're gonna call Man, it. That's your thing, Dang, yeah. you See? Did something great. Thank you. I just coined it. It's Kafusi kindness. It's, there you go. My theory's dad, right? Like oh, yeah. beating you up as your kid. Like you got to be. He's <laughs> a tough us, dude. Making us run everywhere. Your <laughs> football coach, your dad. Yeah. What's your is your mom tough? She's a scary one. Oh, she's no shut up, really. No, yeah, she's oh, the boss. She's she's the, she lays down like the she's law. She's the mayor. <laughs> she is the mayor. She, she makes the law, and Steve enforces the law. Yeah, yeah. Get that a little closer. Oh, here. yeah. Here we go. Here we, yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. So both you guys are in the NFL, right? Yeah. Everyone knows that you're with the New York Jets, Bronson. Mm-hmm. Corbin is with uh, the best team in the in the NFL, the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Coming for you. Let's no go. big deal. <laughs> Wait, do you guys play? They the, preseason, preseason? the third game oh. in the preseason. Oh, where? In New York. Oh, oh that's going to be fun. To the NFL. Road trip. Yeah. That after the game. Go <laughs> tackle them and start beating them up. <laughs> That'd be funny. It's my brother. Stage it's a my... fight afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be great. We'll make him take off his jersey as if we're going to change it and we'll run off with it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> All right. So, a little history. So, Bronson, 2016, 17? Yeah. You were drafted in the third round? Uh-huh. So, you went to the Ravens. Yep. Mm hmm. Broke the ankle Broke preseason. The ankle. Yeah, during training camp. You know, it was not that it was cool that it happened, but it was cool to read what your coaches were saying about you just in that short amount of time. Just like, oh, yeah. It's all good. Like, we need him. He's a great player. You know, Harbaugh loved you. Yeah, yeah. And so. What was the draft process like? It was pretty wild. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I uh, like The combine was the craziest part, I think, just because, I mean, it's intense and stuff. But then. Usually don't know where you're gonna go, so just hope for the best. And no, I was I was I was excited when they drafted me and gave me the opportunity. And did you have any idea? I mean, because I know a lot of times you talk to guys and they'll have you know teams are whispering to them or whatever. Did you have any idea going into draft night? I what had was no happen? idea. Nothing. I had no, I was just sitting there, awkward, nervous. <laughs> I'm like, no one talked to me. No one. <laughs> no one stayed back. No one came over to the house. It's like Corbin. Don't even make a joke. No draft party. No nothing. <laughs> don't even, don't even call my phone. He's like, oh. Third round, yeah. haven't heard yeah. you yet. Yeah, like, <laughs> Corbin would be that guy who calls late, me <laughs> on the phone and act like someone and it's not. Oh so my gosh! I made sure he had to promise. You know, the mayor, of course, was like, "Hey, don't be messing around." All that. <laughs> like the mayor. What team's in Utah? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Wow. So where were you? Were you projected? Where was you? third, fourth round? Yeah, right? I was. I was like third. Yeah, right there, wow. mid round. So, so yeah, that had to be exciting. So that was exciting. Yeah. Baltimore's a cool place too. Oh, yeah, cool place. Lots we of spent stuff some time on. in Maryland. Now Lots on the crab. flip side, Corbin. Did you call him to like rub it in? 
Oh, I wanted to. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was, all, My wife was like, "Don't you dare call him!" Like, no, I'm calling this you man. You kind of married a mayor too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Hillary. She's, yeah, Hillary is a starting goaltender or keeper at BYU women's yeah. soccer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's. Yeah, she, I don't mess with her. She, she, <laughs> she doesn't mess around. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Corbett, because it was kind of the flip side, like, because we all expected you to get drafted. Yeah. It you know what a, I mean? My draft process was way different than his. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's he funny. His is crazy. <laughs> it, it's funny because I remember when you got home from your mission. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to think of like that Corbin and the one that's sitting right here. <laughs> like so scrawny. Like, no, so scrawny, like so clean shaven. Like he looked like he was like a seven foot tall, like 14 year old. No, seriously. And just the sweetest kid. But then like each year. It was a little more know, food, just, each right? A little more food, <laughs> and then you played basketball mm-hmm, and yeah. football. That yeah. had to be hard. That was so rough. Like it was fun, but I would never, knowing what I, like, after going through, I would have never done it. You did that oh, two years, for sure. Yeah. Did you oh, want to play fun. basketball, or were the coaches convincing you to come out and be on the team well, to add I, a little bit of strength? Well, I had played two years previous only basketball, and so. The third year, I switched right. to football. That's right. And the coach was like, but come back and play the season of basketball when you're done. And I won't lie. After the second week of football, I was like, this is my thing. I'm not going back you're to right. basketball. But I promised Coach Rose. I'm like, I'll come back. And and I was under the impression I'd go back and just be the big body, right? Right. And I, I still was. But I get back there, and he's like, we need you back to where you were. So he put me on a treadmill every day. <laughs> oh, he wanted to lighten you back up. Oh, I lost 25 in two weeks. Whoa. In two weeks? In two weeks. I was throwing hard up every to say, day. He's hard to say no to. Like, I love Dave. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, if Dave asked me to do something, I'd be like, yes, sir. Yeah. And <laughs> if he's serious and like, wants you to do it, you're like, okay, like, right. I'll do it. I love Dave. We got to get him on here. But yeah, that, that was probably a tough decision because it's yeah. like you love both. Mm-hmm. I think you loved football more. But yeah, does, it would still be hard to say like to call Coach Rose. Yeah. Not just coach but coach rose. coach rose and be like hey yeah you had two pretty tough coaches yeah at that time right because mm-hmm. you had bronco and dave yeah so it was just and so it was like hey uh i'm quitting yeah i was so was nervous it. about that that oh. was like more nerve-wracking to me oh for sure <laughs> yeah that would be so scary uh, i walked into his office and i was like hey <laughs> like i know that he already knows what this is about but i was just like so, how's your I'm done. Bye. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know you were raised right, though. Yeah. You went and did it face-to-face. Oh, At least yeah. you didn't send him a text. Had to. Or have him find out on the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what? Out. So what? Was there like a moment or a practice or a game where you're just like, it's football? Oh, I think it was – I think it was like the first game. Because right. I came back, and to be honest, I didn't expect to play at all that first season at right. all. I was amping him up. I was like, yeah. you, I was like you don't know what's I, I, like, Dude, bro. I'm just along you know? for the ride. I'm like, <laughs> Get wow, ready. I'm yeah. like, basketball. Look at me. I'm back on the football field. Right. And then I remember, like, in the end of the first quarter, my dad's like, hey, go in. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought I wasn't going in this season. He's <laughs> like, get in there. And I was like, and I ran around like a chicken with my head cut off. But apparently I did decent That's enough. That's a big that chicken. I played, That's, so. a big That's a big chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So wow. you had to sack after, that game. After that first game. You had to sack that game. Oh yeah, I was freaking out because oh he had a gosh. sack against Arizona in his first game, and I was like, "He's not." Well, you, I didn't think anything of it. You know, you don't know like how big things are until after. I was like, right. "Yeah, people get sacks all the time." That was Kalani's first game, right? Yeah, the Arizona mm-hmm. game. Yeah, we had like, oh, Taysom that Jamal that game. whole season. Right, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> oh man, so. What's really cool, I mean, I don't know if you guys take some time to sit back and think about it, but the odds of people getting to college 
getting to the NFL, but then brothers doing it. I mean, what about how you guys were brought up, got you to outside of just being massive human beings? What allowed you guys to kind of get in that state of mind where you're like, okay, I'm going to go and do basketball and football, or I'm going to go, I'm going to get the NFL. You know what I mean? Like what about in the family life kind of allowed you to get there? I think like, you like, first of all, there's like a foundation set of a, like your character, you know, like really like who am I? And I think that starts in the home. And then, you know, my parents were always good about, you know, work, you know, work ethic, uh, giving up what needs to get done before what you want to get done. Um, and then honestly, letting us do whatever we wanted. Like my mom and dad, they didn't care if we didn't play football. My dad, I played baseball. I played soccer first for years. I thought I was going to be a major league soccer player. And then everyone got faster. So then I thought <laughs> you kept I, growing. They got faster. I went from like being in the forwards. I, I literally, I'm not lying to you. Started in the forwards, went to the <laughs> middies, went back. to the, and then I was in the goalie. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I got this, 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 this is way too stressful. No, thanks. So then uh, from there I started playing basketball and then I, we just did everything. And, and I wasn't even going to play football. And then my friends talked me into it in high school. And really? My second year. Yeah. Cause I was playing basketball and then, and then I just kind of, <laughs> fell in love with it and then uh so when did you start football so i started in eighth grade i played tackle in eighth grade That's and then i was a quarter i was a quarterback for two years and then how big were you in eighth grade i wasn't that big i didn't get big till my freshman child <laughs> yeah. no Don't let him fool you I, I grew five inches in three months between eighth grade and ninth grade so i went from like Must five eleven nice. to like six Wait, four is that for real yeah whoa so i grew i was my knees were killing me i was like oh man Dang. yeah so then i was a like six four freshman playing quarterback and then I was just gonna play basketball and then end up playing football but it kind of goes back to you know let it, I thought it was important and looking back on it like you said is that like my dad let us do try everything and just really just be active and then I didn't even realize like my sophomore year I get called down to Broncos office and they offer me a scholarship and I have no idea I was like scholarship <laughs> wait, you can get a scholarship to go play football? And my dad's like, this is what I do. I'm like, I didn't even know. Because my dad, I didn't even know my dad played football growing up. Like, oh I didn't know he gosh. played in the NFL. I didn't know. Like, You, you never, didn't know? I didn't even know. Until we, like, I was like in maybe like seventh or eighth grade. And so I didn't even know about the whole football thing. And I knew he was a coach, but I didn't know that until. And I didn't know like, oh, I should be training and getting ready for high wow. school. So I was just, I didn't do personal training. I yeah, did we nothing. Were, like we were just out there we just We just had playing. a good time. Yeah, we just played, had fun. And then once we, but the thing is like once we realized and we kind of saw our friends and, you know, seeing how it all worked, then we're like, oh, man, let's go. Let's go after this thing. kind of locked thing. in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, then we locked in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. I would have never thought that. Nope. Like, I thought you guys would be, like, football diehard since you were little. Well, yeah, like, dad in the so NFL, like dad, coaching. Like, you would have thought it's just, like. Not even telling you that he was, like, what he was. Like, his stuff was hidden. I, right. I boxes at uh, home. What is it with a lot of retired football players that are like that? Or athletes in general. It's like, mm -hmm. they don't, like, it's not a big, they don't talk about it a ton. I don't know. Just no, I, humility, maybe, from that generation? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Because I feel like that generation, you know. Right. It's like. 80s 90s guys are just kind of chill they're like ah, it was just something i did you know guys. yeah very old school well and maybe it was a parenting thing it'd be interesting to ask steve like do you not talk about it to not sway your boys because he's obviously that they wanted you guys to find your thing yeah yeah right he was oh, big yeah. into that. it he was, was always big into that yeah. See, it was kind of crazy yeah and i think you and i are that way with our kid like I've my kids played I struggle basketball with baseball soccer you got kids now these I've got days them in mma yeah 
and that's his he, soccer is what he's yeah he loves he's a keeper uh, oh sweet and now he's doing like jujitsu muay thai he's obsessed see yeah, yeah i would have loved like, that i'm, you I'm gonna start you. doing that because <laughs> i bronson like he played basketball like competitively yeah, early and AU. i was the kid that my mom sent me to like <laughs> so like Corbin's like a genius. <laughs> like my mom would send me to like math camp at the rec center and stuff, like art shows. Like literally, like Bronson like would go to Vegas to like play a basketball hey, Corbin, game. Head to the I tournament. Like, kind of go. I school. <laughs> and people Corbin's like, Wait. at chess camp again. Oh, for real? No, seriously? Huh? <laughs> like, not lying. It was, it was weird. Like all my friends that younger, like probably look at me now and like we would have never thought. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Late bloomer, bro. Late yeah. bloomer. So growing up like that, and you see kids now that literally are choosing a sport at four. Oh, it's crazy i mean yeah i see it on instagram to cam's like, point like seriously my son's friends they're all year round one sport i mean as you grow up i mean are you going to follow more of a i want you to specialize route or are you going to follow more of a go out there and do your thing route i for I, sure want to say do your thing route like and i think it's hard because there's so many different things now like com competition wise where right. some of the times if your kids aren't in these like elite, elite specialized yep. things like they don't get a shot yeah and i think that's so sad because then they miss out on having like super fun childhood doing whatever they want you know yep. but I, I definitely want to lean more towards like do whatever you want and then when you find something you love and if you really want to push for it then we can go. specialize a little bit, but we're not going to do anything until you find what you want to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's probably a moving target. Exactly. Yeah. They you might want to do this or that. Yeah. Like you like, you know, soccer. Yeah. You like, you know, striker, then midfielder, then defender, <laughs> then keeper. Love to keep it. <laughs> Shout out to my wife, Taylor. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, the hard part, though, is now there's this, like, huge separation between like you sign up for a city league, like mm -hmm. maybe I'm sure it was this way for you guys growing up. Like for me, city leagues were legit. Yeah, everyone. Mm -hmm. did but now, then no like you yeah. can't, they can't learn. Yeah. yeah, like they spray paint the bases on the grass. Yeah, yeah. everybody gets a turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there's no score. Yeah, exactly. it's everyone gets so a trophy, stupid. You know? I would struggle with that. Oh, it's, see, junior dude. jazz used to be competitive. Jay was the yeah, thing. that was the. Thing. But yeah. see, to get that now you have to pay. Yeah, like, now it's like. Like, I grew up playing hockey, and it was like, that's the expensive sport. It's an expensive sport because of all the padding and stuff. Mm -hmm. But now it doesn't matter what you play. It's all, all like, if you yeah. want to play in more of an advanced league as a kid, you're paying out the ears because you have to be on yeah. a travel team. Yeah, shoes. Like, dues. Yeah, club dues. Yeah. Travel. And so, you're yeah, driving really, That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have to figure this out because – you know, we should talk about that. The first kid just got here, right? Just had baby Taika. I tried to invest in the child, but Taika you guys Kapusi. wouldn't let me. <laughs> hey. I wanted to be the agent right off the bat. <laughs> Have you seen his wife? No. I mean, she's what, six foot tall? Yeah, a little over six feet. She's like almost 6'1". D1 keeper. And oh, I'm your just kids like, are going to be Can athletes. you imagine? See, I didn't know that she was a beast. I, I watched her play goalie, but when I really saw her, was when she oh. played safety and quarterback against my sister in flag football. <laughs> and that's when I was like, okay, you're a beast. Like, well, and it's not just, <laughs> it's not just like physically. Like, she's got that, like... No, yeah, she can play that, any sport. She's the best golfer. killer instinct. Oh, yeah. Like, she's competitive. Oh, yeah, so competitive. I'd love to see you Broken, guys fight. Oh, you want to... Like I'll tell you Just something. like one of your no, marriage fights, you know? No, I'll tell you about our sports. <laughs> we can't play tennis against each other. Broken rackets. <laughs> ping pong. Ping pong. I'm, ping pong. I'm, so I've bad. caught literally right down the middle of my forehead ping pong paddles <laughs> because we play. We are so competitive. 
Like we and I, lo- I love that about her. I'm, she's over there getting right. madder and getting and beating me. I like when she beats me and we play hard because <laughs> she's so competitive. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, let's go. And Could you imagine getting hit? Because that's like the long way, right? Yeah. There's like some serious like, velocity. Yes, and if you got you're gonna that, get knocked out, you know? dude. She'll turn the tongan on. She's yeah. got to be careful, <laughs> right? You don't want to flip that switch. See, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I see. I hope Taika, Taika for sure will have. That that you know that little edge to him for oh it has to right oh yeah he ha- yeah he has to so such a cool name we're excited it's for been Taika. fun to watch you with with the little one too oh man I've been You're trying it. to convince this dude for years so now so cool. my <laughs> time has come time. to be the funkle yes. you know the, the funkle <laughs> the fun uncle oh, well, I learned something you could teach him you know yeah. when he gets a little older yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that truck thing that you did <laughs> good old truck oh, man. well yeah that's. That, that'll be a lot of fun. So when was when was Tyka born? So he was born May 30th. Wow. Yeah. So did they, are they going to go out to New York? <sighs> yeah. So they'll soon? fly out during the preseason. So after like the first few weeks. And then, um, yeah, they'll be there. And then. Uh, so will they travel the games with you? Like, uh, No, they won't travel the games. We, it's like such a quick turnaround. Yeah. Right. And it's just non nonstop. Yeah. Like once it's, it's just a long march, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it just. You know, day, every day, like every hour, I feel like is just valuable during the season. So yeah. you're doing something to help you to be better. And it's crazy, you know, you know like <laughs> me being able to go out and do this. Yeah, you know thing. what it's like. Well, it, it's crazy, like because I'm there. I get I get there at five in the morning to start cooking. I I start cooking the night before, but it's amazing how many of the same cars from Thursday night are <laughs> still there Friday morning at five, mostly coaches. Yeah. But then you start seeing players rolling at like six. Oh yeah, and then everyone's I start there. cleaning up around five in the afternoon, and nobody's left yet. Yeah, yeah. everyone's still there. And <laughs> so it, it's a lot of hours. It, it would be, it, I think that would be a pretty hard thing, you know, family wise. And a lot yeah. of people don't see that. They see yeah. the professional athlete. They hear about all the money. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not all glamour and glitz, though. Oh yeah, no. And yeah. so I mean, you've experienced it for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, were you surprised? when you got in what it actually was yeah you know for me yeah i you know for me like when i went to baltimore my uh like mentor player that kind of took me underneath his wing he got there the same year eric eric weddle so he played at the chargers went to the raven we yeah so takes me underneath his wing i want to not like him you know just because you have to like him though he's amazing (laughs) you have to like him he's the coolest guy he's the coolest guy family dude right worker like and to see him like how he operates you know his day-to-day is just you're just like taken back. It's like, at first you're like, can I do this? And then when you start going with him, you're like, all right, I'm going to, I just got to keep going. You know, stay in there. <laughs> I'm going to try to do this. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep up with this man. Yeah. Cause he's just, a, he's, you know, he has, and I feel like every player has their little, uh, you know, routine that they have. So you get to sit back For and kind sure. of see these different routines and then you take some, whatever you want to do to yours. And, um, what's a typical day like? I mean, you talk about, there's just always something going. Is it, is it always, like working out, is it drill work? Is it film? I mean, what does a day look like? You know, I would say during the season, it turns into like more of like a mental thing because you're gonna have your practices, but you can't practice forever, so it's only like yeah. matter of just over you know two and a half hours. And then you have, you know, you still work out and lift and stuff, but then after that, you know, that's three hours of your day. After that, it's straight recovery for hours on end of recovery, getting your body right to go out there 
and just just play well and be healthy for the next week. Then you go into film. You're watching films probably the most time. You're watching so much film, just getting ready. Uh, you know, you're watching just little details, and you're just you're just locked in. And so you have to do that. You know, for those, you know, what we including training camp, which you're doing the same thing. So and then if you go on, you're about 25 weeks there where you're just locked in and 24 seven. Yeah. With the recovery side. Did you notice a difference between NFL recovery and college recovery as far as how they approach it? Or do you feel like you learned a lot of those skills on how to recover, how to take care of your body when you're at the Y? Um, I feel like in college, you just, I mean, obviously you're younger, so you heal a little faster. <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, a little Wendy's, a little bit more. Yeah, a little Wendy's, you know, yeah, a little fries. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah, I, I felt like, yeah. And well, and there's, there's no school. So I think if you take out the school, yeah. if you're still putting in hours, you got to go to class, you got to still do homework. And you take that out, fill that in with recovery, you know, you're, you're recovering a long time and you, and you take it to like a whole new level. Yeah. Like you start seeing, different things like there's different ways to recover there's different t- tools people use there's all these different things and then it's like pretty it's pretty amazing honestly when you get to see it you know up you know yeah. up close and personal well, to have that. that extra time instead of school to recover you know that's that's big yeah. so you said something interesting this is for you oh shoot like <laughs> well yes. the mentor thing because yeah. i feel like i feel like that's pretty common like i think it's important to come in with like the right attitude right mm-hmm. And then try to connect to some of the veteran guys and and learn. Yeah, like I've like Taysom. Yeah, I mean you guys know Taysom, mm-hmm. so it's like it wasn't hard for him. Like yeah. he's a likable guy, works his butt off. Yeah, obviously Drew and mm-hmm. and him. Have, but have you noticed anybody like Corbin being oh, out in New Orleans? Yeah. Like, is there anybody that you've kind of gravitated? Because it looks like you're getting along with everybody pretty good. Yeah, like I, right away, like looking at your I Instagram like stories. Stuff, <laughs> but I think the. The guy that I gravitate for sure is Cam Jordan because he's he's legendary, man. man. He's a legendary dude and like getting to see the way he operates. And he's one of those guys where a lot of people might not know his name when they should. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Like I started watching film on him before like I even was going to go there. And it's like this dude is a hidden gem. Like he's a diamond in the rough. People don't see what he does. It's unbelievable. Why do you think that is? Medium, like medium market, maybe like I think because he's in little, New Orleans. Yeah, I think a little bit of that, and I don't Drew know. Breeze kind of. Yeah, I like, think some of that. That's who they talk about the most, maybe. Because if you look at like his stats, like he could have oh. been the defensive player of the year for multiple years in the past couple of years, and then you watch him play, and it's like this dude is destroying everybody. Right. But then like seeing him in the locker room and his routine, like he's an awesome guy. First time I saw him, I walk in and he's playing Super Smash Bros. And I was like, that's like my game. And I was like, Corbin, Corbin can go one on, after three on heart. one. Corbin can beat you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, hey, let him win, bro. <laughs> so has that been something that kind of like yeah. helped break the break the ice a little bit? Oh, absolutely. I was I like, mean, how rookie, cool is I was that? Like, hey, I'll you guys need a fourth and they're like yeah and he was so cool you know some of the guys can be like no we're For, playing right and he's he has no care in the world he's like yeah bro hop on and hop on and play with him and i was like i gotta win so i can earn some respect here <laughs> <laughs> if i win this video game, game. Cam respect starts in the locker room will give you a pair of shoes dude he's got a shoe game that is unreal un- unmatched and they're 15s like that's what i wear 
So like I I try to hand all the time. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready for hand me downs. Like whenever you. Me too. I'm ready for that. Yeah, whenever you're out of shoes. His locker next to mine. There's a new box every day. It's a Nike box every day. That's awesome. I saw him like throw away a pair of cleats and like everyone leaves and it's just me in the locker room. (laughs) And I'm like, should I take them? (laughs) Wait, where'd those go? (laughs) Not too much stuff on top. Let's go. (laughs) Well, yeah, and he's 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 a nice guy. I remember. So the very first time I was out there. This, you'll 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 understand this, but <laughs> so I did a little quarterback. Like it was Taysom hired me to teach a class to the quarterbacks, oh, like a barbecue yeah. class, and everybody started smelling it. Cam Jordan walks in in a onesie, of course, like in jammies. Yeah, <laughs> the PJ. Like, What's going on in here? And he's just eating ribs and hanging out, and just like <laughs> super nice guy. Yeah, and he is awesome. I'm just like, dude, who could pull that off a onesie? So, oh yeah. But I mean, you talk about Eric Weddle Bronson, yeah. like. What better guy to learn from? Not just the game, but yeah. discipline, working hard. And then you with Cam Jordan, like, could you ask for two yeah. better mentors to start? Oh, yeah. exactly. Like, that's huge. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. anyway, that's pretty that's cool. That is awesome. When you approached Cam, were you surprised that he was, like, willing to, like, to be cool with you? You yeah. know what I mean? Or I like, think so. And that's Did you hear a lot of, like, the hazing that goes on or, like, they treat the rookie certain ways? Is it still happening? Is it not as much as people hear about? At least for me, like, I haven't experienced it a lot, but there's definitely, especially like right when you get there as rookies, there's definitely kind of this weird vibe because <laughs> you're literally there to right. take someone's job. Yep. Like everyone is after each other's jobs. That's a really good point. It's like, I've never it's like they're families, that. right? Yeah. yeah, it's like you're here to take someone else's Whoa. living. Yeah. And so, and especially like older guys that, you know, guys that are on the edge. They kind of look at you and you're, everyone's a threat. You yeah, know, everyone's a, a threat. Yeah, they're like, oh, you <laughs> coming here, this job. young guy. <laughs> but Cam, I think Showed it was cool because Cam kid. was just so comfortable with himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and where his position, like, he's accomplished so much. Like, he didn't have a – he was like that dude that – it surpri- surprised me a ton Yeah. how open he was to, like, me and a- able to talk. Like, he was probably the only vet I talked to, like, that first week. Yeah. And wow. I actually thought, like, oh, this guy, he actually might – Want me to be successful. (laughs) 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 Well, I think there's an interesting parallel there to, like, the business world, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you notice the more successful people, they don't have to be a peacock anymore, right? Like, you're not a threat to them. Yeah. So, it's like, hey, I had help. So, it's not like Mm -hmm. anybody's really threatening their job. Yeah. And, I mean, that's how we should be all the time. But that's where it's like. Hey, it's good karma. Let's help these guys out. Yeah. Oh, know? absolutely. And That's so true. I, I think there are a lot. Oh, yeah. We've Scarcity some... versus abundance. Whoa. The more successful you deep. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Got there fast. Yeah. Scarcity versus abundance. Right. Wow. So. I'll have to remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have any advice that you've been given along the way that you're happy you didn't listen to? I didn't listen to? Yeah. I mean, whether it's someone telling you, oh, Oh, I got one. The odds are against you. Don't yeah. spend time doing that. Yeah, I got one. Uh, I would say uh, someone told me not to celebrate after I make plays and just go line up. And I said, and I did it for I do it for a little while, but then once I started celebrating, like you know, I it increases like your passion. You're more into the game. You get more after it. You know, and Adrenaline. that's part of the game. It really is part of the game because you think about it. It's like if you were in a fight, like every punch counts, right? Mm-hmm. But we get to go and hit someone, and then oh, we get 
to you know go and hang out or go jump around with our friends and then do it again. So I'd rather keep making plays, jump around, and every time I get it more, the more I jump around, the more excited this whole uh, group of guys gets. And so I think like being able to just go out there and when you make a play, have fun with your guys. Yeah, I think that's that's important. So when did you learn that? Huh? When? So when did that? You know, there, I remember. Last week. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember between junior and senior year for you. There it is. Yeah, this okay. guy's good, man. Right, well, dude. Good. Like that's when I was like the most tight with. Yeah. The, I would say the team just because, like, I was so tight with the Bronco crew and I was there yeah. a lot. And I mean, I was still really tight with the team, but there was something about those couple years. Yeah. And I remember Vic Soto. Just saying, like, <laughs> I'm here to talk to Bronson. I'm here to, I, I gotta, I, I'm here to make a mean. <laughs> I noticed, like, obviously it was probably a lot of things. Because I think with the college players, you see, like, yeah, you, you see, see the improvement every year, right? Because yeah. they, they improve. They, they're still growing. You guys are still yeah. growing. But I noticed, like, a totally different side of you your senior year. Yeah. And that was one of the things. Like, you were having more fun. Yeah. Because that was your best statistical yeah. year, right? Oh, yeah. By yeah, by far. It was like yeah. 11, 12 sacks or yeah. something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, okay, I'm not a nerd. I, I read that today. I just I wanted to see the comparison. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. Uh, listen, I, it was so fun to watch because it's like – I've always wondered how you guys balance. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna trademark this Kafusi yeah. kindness thing. Yeah, right. Because I mean, that's the thing. Like, you guys are so nice. Yeah, but that doesn't translate in football. No, yeah, no. Not like, you gotta be able to shut that off. And yeah. so, there was something about that senior year. I just, it was like a switch flipped or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was that? What was it? I would say, I learned not to care as much. I think I, I'm the type of guy who wants to be perfect. Okay. And everything I do. Right. Like every single thing. So, uh, but be, with that comes uh, like a, like you play a little slower because you're thinking too much. And then also. More rigid. Yeah, you're more rigid. But then once I learned, I don't, I mean, I know this defense and I can, I'm going to take risks and I'm just going to go make plays. And, uh, you know, a lot of the plays I was making, uh, I was still within my job, but it was kind of a different way to do it. I right. would say, but because of it, it produced more for me. And so because of that, um, I just learned, shoot, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. I'm going right. to play. And if I mess up, whatever. Right. And so well, you I, get more out of it. Like for yeah. every mess up, there's 10, you know, whatever else. Exactly. You know, exactly. Things. And if you lift everybody else around you. Yeah. Like I really saw that with you too. Like every year, I mean, especially your senior year, like you really became, I think both of you had this where you really like brought everybody up around you you like became, you, the, vocal you became leaders, the leader the energy you could see it right? yeah you could yeah. totally see it it's, it's and that's like key if you want to be good especially on defense you got to have some energy right and guys yeah. you know and if everyone's got it oh man it's so fun like that's the best defense to be well part and of. you know defense doesn't get enough credit that's why i always like spoil the o-line right because yeah. the <laughs> yeah. o-line doesn't get any yeah, love exactly yeah but they're this is love. the thing i love the o-line everyone loves. i the respect O-line. the o-line probably oh, the most i right. probably respect them the most and you hear that from players yeah yeah but you don't read don't about know. them. Yeah. They're the grinders. They're, they're, they're the like, workhorses. They're the position group at BYU that doesn't pay for food. Like, whenever they want food for film, they get it. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's me showing, like, yeah. hey, love to the O-line. Love <laughs> That's but real. defense, especially as, like, the NFL is changing. Yeah. Like, 
I think you're seeing it in college too. Like you've got to do more to kind of stand out mm-hmm. because it's not, you know, everyone wants points, right? Yeah. It's, it's a point. Game. There's rules against you every year. You know, you got to be careful. Yeah. You can't land on a quarterback anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> so there's a lot to think about and a lot that you have to do to stand out. You know, I was thinking about this today. Well, let me backtrack. So, older brother, little brother. How how far apart are you guys? Four 18 years? months. Eight, that's it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. How did that happen? Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now you know why we hate each other, but we love each other. <laughs> I hate this dude so much. Yeah. yeah. So, it's only 18 months. Like, or 20 months. What are, is it? Something like that. Are you Under two like, years. Do you look at him like an older brother? At least, let, let's take it to football. Football? Like, he's been in the NFL three years. Yeah. Right? Obviously, you've you've been through the business side of it. Now yeah. you've been injured. You've been yeah. put on waivers. Yeah, like done it all. Gone through the I've whole done thing it all. already. <laughs> like, what are you telling Corbin? You know, to do to prepare, and two, are you listening? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like that was one thing. Switch. There was a switch that went on Corbin's head eventually. There was one you know thing. I mean? Like when I when I got like decided, oh, I can actually play football. I might earn a living playing some football for a right. little bit. Like, that's when I switched over to him. I was like, tell me everything you know because I don't know much about it. And so, like, so, literally. So were you guys like that before? Like, no, outside of football? Really, he, you didn't really care, I'd say, as much, like, about, uh, yeah, like, I, like what's, what's it like? Oh, of course, you want to know what it's like, but it wasn't, like, for personal use. Right. Yeah. You know it wasn't I mean? like, you know, during high school, he's like, hey, I like this girl. Like, what, what should I do? What should I do? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It was more you asking him to help you with math. Yeah. Teach me about math. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, what is an expect? Like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, you hear athletes talk, and, you know, I think you have to always think, you know, I am the best at what I do, or you're never going to survive, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is, like, cutthroat. Yeah. So, as you go into the season, I mean, what, what are expectations in your head? Like, what are you thinking? Like, I'm going to have a – x amount of your career i'm going to be a starter or is it i'm going to grind for a couple of years my goal is to make a roster like like what are like expectations going into it for you i think it kind of changes as time goes on but literally at least for me and i was you know there for otas and mini camp and that was just so eye-opening like i won't lie the first two weeks are just the most stressful things guys that come in as rookies they don't show up on the bus the next morning it just whittles Ugh. down and you're like man, when are they going to call me in? You know, every night you're like, well, the coach hasn't called me in, so I guess I still have a job. But I think for Literally me... Literally every to, night you're just like... Oh, yeah. For the first two weeks, like watching so many people get cut and, you know... I told them. I released, swear I told them. <laughs> and I, some of the best advice I got from an old teammate was nobody cares. Like in the NFL, nobody cares. Nobody cares that like you had all these surgeries and nobody cares that you came back way faster than you were expected to. And it's so true. You know, you're just there to perform. And so... I got to the point where you like you care but you don't care so much that it can kind of mess with your head because that kind of stress like watching your some buddies come in and leave that could that could mess with you it's like oh shoot I thought he was doing good you know yeah and so I think my expectation is just going to like literally every day it's what can I do today to make my to solidify myself as a player and then go to the next day what can I do good today or better from yesterday so that the coaches can notice me. So just little small incremental yeah. successes. Yeah, because like, and a lot of people are like, hey, so like, do you think you'll play this much this season? It's like, I have no idea because I'm not even on a team. Like, <laughs> you signed a contract, but that thing doesn't take place right. until you make the roster. And so it's just like, I got to take every single day, one step at a time. Yeah, and you, yeah, you can't think about it. It kind of runs parallel to what you were saying about your senior year. Like, 
if you're not just having fun and just doing what you know how to do yeah like one day at a time it makes you rigid like Absolutely. it makes you overthink it makes you know your reaction time probably slows yeah so russ i'm curious your approach this year i mean is mm-hmm. starting your fourth year yeah how is it different than corbin going into it year one or is it very similar oh i would say it's similar there's a it's similar and different just because i mean i've gone through it yeah and like i was saying i've pretty much done everything you can do <laughs> and <laughs> right. so i would say uh you know, it is a day by day mentality, though, that that's always stuck with me day by day. You know, well, how can I get one percent better today? You know, and and because, you know, if you get a little better, shine a little bit day by day, all of a sudden you have you just stacked all these days and now you're like, OK, I should be, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. And then uh, I think the difference is just like, uh, you know, like I was telling Corbin this, you know, it's. The faster you learn how to, yeah, not care as much, but also uh, know that I'm supposed to be here, like, you're going to that locker confidence. room. There's, no matter what team you go to, yeah, there's going to be great players, names of dudes that are dudes that you've watched right. since you were a kid. Right. You know these guys. You've watched film on them since you were little, and or since you were, uh, you know. In college, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, he was pretty little like four years ago. Yeah, he was. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but you, you go in that locker room, you see these guys, and it's and you know it's kind of you're kind of starstruck at first, but then like the faster you can learn, you know, I belong here, and I feel like you know for me, I felt like that was something that took me a second, and then once I realized that, like my game was just it just increased and increased, and so um, I think that's a big big part of the nfl or i just feel like with anything in life it kind of like yeah the sooner you realize you belong then you start you know doing things a little different different conflict like you walk different how you approach everything's different and and you realize you know nothing's just given to me everything is earned and i'm going to earn this every day every decision everything i do sleep eat you know watch film recover and then we'll just see what happens so well, and something that I thought about today that I'd never thought about before is when you're talking, I mean, you guys are at the highest level, right? So when you look back, you were the man in high school, you go to college, you start to succeed. I'm senior year. You are the leader. I mean, you have reached like the ultimate levels of success. Now you're thrown into the NFL and it's like, oh crap. I got I got I got to start <laughs> I got to start all over again. Right. You know? It's like they don't care. They don't care oh, what yeah. I did back at Well, and it's back all guys, it's all guys that, that are like the you. stars in junior high, yeah. the stars in high school, the So stars it's like the first college. time like you're dealing with <laughs> failure almost. Yeah. In yeah. athletics, right? Yeah. I mean, what is that I mean, is that kind of weird to experience like for the first time like maybe I'm not the biggest, no, fastest, yeah. strongest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, There's no weak links like you're when you look across the field like at BYU, you're always gonna find somebody that like yeah. Oh, yeah. somebody must be hurt. I got it. Looks like me. You're like okay, I got this guy. <laughs> like the NFL, like the third, second string, third string guys are like five star Alabama dudes. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's yeah. No, great players. Everyone can play. Everybody yeah. can. If you're play. on that, that was, team, on that, if you're in the building, you can play. Yeah. Absolutely, you're great. That was like yeah. the like some of the best advice Bronze gave me like when I right before I left. It's like remember everyone there is a pro. Like everyone there is professional football player. So if you let your guard down for half a second, 
that dude will put you in the ground. Absolutely. And so, and and you realize that it's like literally every single one of the, the third, fourth string. It doesn't matter. All these dudes know how to play ball. For sure. Well, and then your size, even because you know, you guys have probably always had that kind of advantage with size. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, you guys are big, but you're faster than you should be. Yeah. But yeah. in the NFL, that starts. To oh, there's no gap. Even that gap is so bit. skinny. Right. Then you there's find the, guys yeah. that are even freakier. You know. Right. Yeah. Like guys oh that shouldn't gosh. move at all that can literally just get going. You yeah. know, I think that football. I've been watching the free agency with basketball. And it just makes me hate basketball because, <laughs> you know, it's listening to you guys man. talk like the work, the pressure, there's no minor league, there's no Europe league. I mean, there's Canada, but that doesn't translate very often back to the NFL. It does for some, but like you really have to lay it all out there and yeah. tomorrow it can be, be done over. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as sad as that is, I think that it could really benefit you in normal i shouldn't say normal life but civilian life we'll say <laughs> civilian you know, life. Like, <laughs> let, let's say like let's say that it does end like you'll be able to take a lot of these things because i mean being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. it's the same it's a drive yeah, yeah. you a risk it all failure. you risk it all like my family doesn't eat if this doesn't work yeah like blood sweat and tears like i'm gonna jump like I would say the restaurant business is probably parallel to the NFL in the sense that your chances of succeeding in it are like nothing yeah. tiny. Well, look at all entrepreneurs, man. The, uh, uh, all, right. The amount of businesses that succeed compared to those who start. Yeah. Athletes who come into the league who don't make oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, There's yeah. All sorts well, of stuff. And guys that fail, right? We'll use air quotes, but don't give up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then come back. Like, yeah. you know, when you got put on waivers, what did that? Yeah. That had oh, to mess man. with you for a minute. Oh, yeah. You're like, didn't expect that. And, right. But then you're like, oh, man, that's, you, got, you kind of sit back a little bit and you're like, that's crazy. And then, you, and then you just hope for the best and you just hope another opportunity comes. And then when it comes, it's like, okay, man, that's like a second shot. Okay. How do I need to do? Does that give you a little more belief in yourself, though, as an athlete? That How long was that? How long were you on waivers? Uh, I was on for like an hour, or, I mean, uh, 24 hours. See, I that's mean, it. Yeah, okay. that has to make you feel yeah. pretty good, right? Like yeah. the fact that there's this other team that you don't think of anybody else looking at you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. you're just like man, and it's like that. I go on waivers, and one day it's uh, 24 hours, and you get picked up again. Like we've been talking a lot about this new thing I learned about the imposter imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I would imagine as an athlete, like not that that would happen a lot. Like not feeling like like what am I doing here? Like mm-hmm. I'm not good enough to be here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you got to get over that. Yeah. yeah. Fast. Fast. <laughs> Fast. Yeah. Fast. <laughs> and I mean, because I mean, really, you guys are kind of in the same. Because what? You've got one more year for veteran, right? Yeah. Uh huh. So, I mean, in essence, this is a big year for you, too. Oh, yeah. I just like every year. I don't care who, how many years. Every year is huge for you. And that's, and that's the right mentality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter what year it is. Yeah. It's, Corbin going in, it's a big year. It's a big year. You get every snap. It's a big snap. <laughs> so you guys have both dealt with injuries, serious injuries. Right. Yeah. Walk me through how you recovered through that. I mean. Which one? <laughs> ACL, broken ankle. Yeah, I've done a little. Shoulder? My fair well, share. I had, you had a bunch. I had three. Elbow. I had like my, my tricep. My Corp was more of a beast than me with all his. <laughs> so, about, yeah, he, wait, he, what was it? Tricep? Tricep, pinky, and ankle. Then he okay. played on it. That's crazy. But it was just. Well, it's one of those things where, like, I've seen a lot of guys, and even I have some teammates now at the Saints or rookies that are kind of 
nursing through some injuries and it's all about mindset. That's all injury like recovery is a straight mindset. Right. Cause some guys injuries are worse than others and whatnot. But when you see, you can see guys that are defeated, like guys that let it get to them. Like, Oh, I used to be such a great player. And then this happened. And like, if right. you cannot get over the fact that you can come back, like if you don't believe that, that you won't come back. It's like one of those things where it's, I a hundred percent believe that like I was able to come back as quick as I could because it was all mindset. Right. Yeah. How did you get that mindset? I think it's just hope. Like, cause you have a goal, you know, and, and even though like Utah, that's what yeah, it is. <laughs> exactly. It's like you have your goals <laughs> and what you want to do. We need you, man. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I think it's, no it's kind of a personal thing. Like where, where your drive is, like what yeah. your motivation is. And, Cause a lot of people, you know, a lot of people can tell you this or that, or try to motivate you, but it always yeah. comes down to what do you want and where do you want it? Like, what do you want to be remembered as and that kind of a thing. But, but you have to learn like, yeah, if once you do, if you have an injury, it's a playable injury. Like you can play through it. Like once you do it the first time, then you realize, wow, like my body is strong, but even my mind's even stronger. And Mind then you realize yeah. I can play hurt. Like I can, this injury, I can play, do, I can do this. I think with Corbin, like with his stuff, he learned that like uh, you know few few years before that, like being hurt and playing on different injuries, and then doing what it takes to get back. So that then when he faced it again, it was like he was ready for I'm, it. I've done this. Like I can, I don't, I can play with this pain. I can manage it, and I can, yeah. I, I can still play. Like banged up. You know, we heard a lot about that. If you guys listened to last week's, we had an amazing person on here. Her name's Kim White. Mm-hmm. Like beat. One of the rarest forms of cancer really she you know given two to three months to live two wow. or three times holy cow wow and i mean she really drilled that home like your mind is the most important thing like yeah your body will follow yeah, yeah. and you know literally will like hearing you say that so i was watching do you guys watch ufc oh yeah yeah okay so watch yeah john jones fought the other night yeah, yeah. Andrew was supposed to come to my house, but he didn't come. <laughs> so anyway, so the main the main event, yeah. nobody has ever beat John Jones on a scorecard. Yeah, just nobody. Like, yeah. So Tiago Santos fought him. Went in the first round. He tore his ACL, his MCL, his PCL, and his meniscus. Or he fought all five yeah. rounds and actually almost won. Yeah, and almost won that decision. I mean, every time he threw a kick, his knee, you'd see his knee buckle. <laughs> and he'd just, like, pop it back in and keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And he almost beat who most consider to be the greatest fighter yeah. ever. Like, you want to talk about mind over matter. Yeah. See, yeah, you can do it. Like <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And so it, it really does go to show that if you get your mind right, the body will follow. Yeah. So do you think your parents helped instill that into you? yeah absolutely oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think they did i mean we were i mean we're normal kids growing up we're not special we didn't want to do our chores we didn't want to eat our greens (laughs) we didn't listen to mom we didn't listen to dad yeah we did get asked we asked our mom she said no we go to dad last ask her he said go ask mom like you know we were normal kids and uh but i think you know there are you know when there are times to teach us about stuff um you know like one one lesson that we always learned is just like kafusis never quit we never quit. And that's just like been a saying in our family since we were little, little, little. Yeah. And like, you know, for me, it sticks out to me because I, I quit. I went in and quit basketball. My first time my mom took me to the gym and I said, I'm 
It's like, I don't want to play. It's too much running. Like, <laughs> I need some water, you know. And my mom's like, all right, go get your water and then come back. And then I go. I came back. And she's like, Bronson, Kapusi's never quit. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> how, that old mean you, how old were you when this was happening? Oh, I was little. I was a little kid. Like, man, I want to say, when was the first time I played basketball? Like oh, kindergarten shoot. or something? Yeah. First grade. Oh, so yeah, just like little. A little. I was yeah. a little guy. Yeah. yeah. And my mom, I could probably barely dribble, but like I still remember it and I still remember with other stuff like you know that saying would come up you know and I would always I mean I wouldn't quit and then it just got instilled in me to where the point where it's just like even in games where we're getting our butts kicked in games I'm just like oh I'm you in front of me watch out because I'm about to whoop you I don't care if you're up by 50 like, I don't, I really like don't. you're gonna and that, then my dad would always say you know what no matter what the score is if we're killing them or if we're not that man better respect you at the end of this game. And so then, even in high school, you know, when we're little, he starts teaching us this. Because when we were younger, first time we're getting killed, we're done. But I don't want to play hard. <laughs> we're we're, like, <laughs> we're done. Sucks. And my dad, you know, he sees that and he's like, no, 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 no. Come here. You're going to, you know what? I don't care who you play against, but you're always going to be playing against someone. Whether it's, you know, football guy across the line, basketball, you know, that guy. Or just maybe it's a sport where you're just by yourself. You're playing against yourself. Yeah, you know like you're mean? playing the guy in the mirror, right? Exactly. So then it's just like... All those, there's just little lessons I can think of like throughout life where, you know, I was taught and then they just kind of have been built on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like, like a lot of example too, like yeah. watching my parents, because you know, it's one thing to hear it from them. And when you're young, you don't internalize it, but then like watching my mom and dad like do things like my mom was an avid marathon person yeah and like we used to get so mad we're like we gotta go watch mom run again like what the <laughs> heck i have to go bike behind uh, her yeah. oh. well, and then like and we and then you get to high school and we're like you know we're, we're better athletes than mom <laughs> and then i remember my mom invited bronson and i to run with her once oh and she's like okay we're just gonna do we're gonna do like one of my usual routines and we died. Like literally, <laughs> it was like seventeen point two miles. Oh, and uh, we're, we died. We, I threw up a couple times, and sh we cut it short. Like we like walked home, and she finished. I think you walked home. I finished. <laughs> I, like, I, I just beat like, you home. I, just, I, just, I got to the door first, so it's <laughs> a win. <laughs> but it was like one of those like most eye-opening things. Like I can't believe this is what she does. Like yeah. it was wow. just crazy to me. And I'm like, I will never, like. One, I will never quit because to see her do that, yeah, like, yeah. if my mom does it, then I surely have to do it. And two, I will never disrespect my mom again because she that's her other saying. The beast is I can do hard things. Yeah, that's my mom. Like, yeah, if it's hard, it's quit like, and I can do hard things. And it's like yeah, <laughs> that is burnt into my mind. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, it's funny because you guys started this by saying, you know, they kind of let us do our thing, but it's got to be pretty cool, like from both sides, like from you guys as kids, like. Now that you're thinking about it, yeah, I'm starting to realize, like, whoa, it's like Jedi mind tricks my whole life. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like they knew what they were doing, and it's got to be even more exciting for them yeah. to, like, we have two kids in the NFL. They both are college graduates. Like, I mean, that's yeah. impressive. That's got to make them, like, super proud. And, and you know, I'll get a little sappy here, but I think the most – I. At least from my perspective, the thing that I would be most proud about is just like how great of people you guys are, and it's your whole family. Yeah, like oh, it's serious, everybody. Man. Like you guys are just the nicest. Corbin's people. nicer than me. No. I don't know about that. You guys are both really nice, but I mean, you're good people, and that I think is more important than yeah anything else. Yeah, and so they did a hell of a job. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. All credit to them. Jeez. Stephen Michelle. That's Shout right. out. Stephen thought? the mayor. Come on. Yeah, Stephen the <laughs> Madame respect, mayor. Please. The respect. foreigner Madame and the mayor, mayor man. Madame mayor and her bodyguard. What was it like having your dad as your coach at the college level? I'll talk first. You know, anyone yeah, brings he, this up, let me is, talk first. Yeah. Just because Corbin had a different experience, I think. Uh, <laughs> Much worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, with me, like, I already knew that going into this, he'd never coached me my whole life in any sport, my whole life. Because he's always, you know, football, year-round, recruiting, this, that. Uh, he barely watched any games until we were in high school, really. Then he could come watch, like, Friday night games. You know what I mean? And then um, when I went to college, I was like – I expected him to be harder on me. Like that was just the expectation. And then I would say, you know what? He was gonna give me. I didn't realize how hard he was gonna be. So then uh, I always had to do more than everyone else. The expectation was more. And then how he spoke to me was different, which was. But I knew that was gonna happen. So at first I didn't really. Oh, at first I was. You know, I was good. And then next year I was just like me and him. I remember we like butted heads a lot and. We like, I remember, I remember like, I was like, he'd ask me, you know, come watch film. I'm like, all right. So I always watched the game before we'd go and watch it with everyone else. I'd be like, hey, you want to watch the game? And we watch it. And oh, he would just rip me like the whole time. But then he'd be like, oh, good job. Good job. Like that was a good play. We go in with the team. We go in with the other guys. Every time I did a good job, that's the worst job I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> or, or he wouldn't say anything at all. So then I started to realize, okay, if he doesn't say anything to me during this film meeting, that's a good thing. No news is good news. No news is good news. Yeah. And then like he would give me, you know, more compliments, of, you know, by ourselves or something. But like, uh, you know, I looking back, like I, I, cause I didn't have him for one year and then I went back to him my senior year and, um, I think he did a, I, I mean, honestly, like, I think part of it's because he's my dad, but he sees, like, how to get me, like, just locked in and how to get the best out of me. And I really and I really realized that, I'd say, going into my senior year. Took you a couple of years, though, to see that. Took me a couple of years to see, like, right. you know what? He wants me to be, like, he's not just coaching me this way because for no reason. Like, he's getting on me because he sees that I can, you know, be good at this and I can do, you know, so anytime like I wanted more correction, like I'd go to him, Hey, tell me like, t you know, and he'd tell me and, and it became a lot better. And during games, Oh, like if I wasn't doing something very good, I remember one game, you know, I mean, obviously coaches aren't supposed to touch their players, <laughs> uh, but when it's your dad, <laughs> when he brought right. you it's into a this world, story. it's a coach, different story. Coach wasn't touching you. Dad was, dad was touching me. He came up to me one time, just grabbed me by the helmet and like shook my head like, hey, you're supposed to get a sack on that play. You're like, you know, he's just getting me like, like this is child abuse, dad. Yeah, yeah, stop it, dad. <laughs> uh, Bronco. But, but you know what? You know what? I got, I was like, we started, <laughs> we started going at it though. Like, not like in a bad way, but like, we were like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to get him next time. Like, I'm going to get like, I never felt like I was like, I knew whatever he said to me was to make me better. I never took it to me back to him. It was always me to the game, me to the game. So then I went out and I had like two sacks in the next series or something like just, and I think it, but it starts from just like him getting that inch. Like he knew, like if I get on him, this dude's going to, this dude's right. going to fire up and he's going to get mad. And then he's going to, so. Well, and you got to remember he's coaching other kids too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, I think that would be an interesting dynamic because 
Like I always complain about working for my dad in construction because he was hard on me. Yeah. yeah. But it's because he can't show like exactly no one favoritism. ounce of favoritism because no you're his kid. Yeah. And so I think that would be a fine line to fine line to walk. Yeah. So how was your experience different, Corbin? Mine mine was super similar, and it was because mine goes back even further to when I first got, like, got a scholarship to come to BYU. You know, I wasn't the man child Bronson was growing up, but <laughs> right. And so like going into my senior year when I finally got offered a scholarship, it was like yes. Is that <laughs> chess school. club, dude? It was yeah. just like I just couldn't quite like, this separate the two people. <laughs> really, but I remember like one of the coaches told me when I went after I had gotten you know offered a scholarship he's like it's so funny because we had staff meeting this morning and you know we vote on the guys like do you think you should get a scholarship and the only person that didn't vote for you was your dad and i was like <laughs> gosh dang it <laughs> and i knew ever since then there's, there's, there's no favoritism with oh that my god battle because like he expects a lot out of us and he is not going to give you an inch and it's almost like you said yeah he can't show any favoritism right and wow, he's so, warrior mentality. He's so into so that. playing for him. Like and Coach Kalani even told me this my first game when I went in unexpectedly, right? Because Coach Kalani told him to put me in. My dad wasn't going to put me in the whole game, and then he's like, "Put in Corbin." Wow. <laughs> and my dad's like, "Well, if you say so." Then you got a sack, bro. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. I think it was neat because it was one of those things where no one expected me. Like expected, no one had expectations of how I was going to play. It was like this kid's coming from basketball. And watch my dad, like he balancing, being, he gets so hyped. Like he's you make trying a play? not to be like I go watch he's the trying film. to be I see him on the sideline, you know, a coach. But when <laughs> you make a play, like <laughs> I, I remember watching film and like you see him on the sideline, he's about to like get stoked, and then he like composes himself, and I come off, and he's, he'll be like just whispering your, "Good job, do it better <laughs> next time." Like good sack, but you could have gotten there faster, you know. Like he's just trying to compose himself, and so it's been. Yeah, it was interesting having him as a coach because he was so hard on you. Right. But like Bron said, he brings the best out of you. And it was nice, too, because all of your teammates know that he's more hard on you than everyone else. So they can't right. play the favoritism card. Yeah. They're like, dude, your dad really gets after you. Like, how's it at home? <laughs> <laughs> he never talks about it at but home. But that's the cool that's thing. About, like, that's what football he was so great football. about. Football like, turns off. When the game is done, it's done. Unless we start I, watching football. Yeah, yeah. Then it turns like, back into football. Yeah, you, you always start watching NFL or when you're watching film or something. Bron, stand like, up. Bron, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only time, really. Like, yeah. You have like 13 texts after a game in the NFL. I, I don't seriously. Yeah, what's going on? What's up with this? Just this every this. little thing he oh, sees. Really? I remember yeah. in high school, the first time he watched Bron's play in high school, we're sitting in the stands, and he was like getting so nervous and stressed for Bron's, and so he. Gives me a list of things to tell Bronson. Goes sneak onto the field and go tell him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an eighth grade or whatever, and I'm like, crazy. I'm like, I walk down there and I'm like, I'm Bronson. playing quarterback, man. What's like, he know about quarterback? <laughs> and you had like a little list. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, he just oh, told me all these. Amazing. I didn't remember all of them either. I was just like, oh, uh, Bronson's want, dad wants you to play better. <laughs> 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 Something about dad said coming you're off being the edge. Candy yet? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. He does. Yeah, he cares. I, now that you're saying that, I'm thinking back when he like first came and watched. Like then, like when I started playing, uh, uh, like, like up with the varsity, then I realized like he would come to the games and you, you know, he would just sit there quietly in yeah. the back, no just, emotion, no emotion the whole time. And so then, but then at halftime, I see him start moving down, and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? And then at every halftime, if he's there, he'll come up to me and like talk to me real fast. And then I, as I'm going out or something, he talked to me real fast or something like that. And, um, yeah, and I felt like he never really, like, 
came and forced like technique or this or that on us. Like if we came to him, he would do it. But he never came to us and was like, yeah. dude, let's watch film. Like, let's do that. And I think that's probably not like not. not he wanted like us to be driven. Once we trust, were, like trust in the yeah. process, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, trust these dudes. There's a lot of helicopter parents, right? They just want to fix every little thing as they see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah let them make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing better. So, well, yeah, and I, there's other coaches, too, like, you know, like Kalani. Yeah. Like, you know, Kalani basically pulling rank, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that other coaches notice you. Yeah, exactly. And just say, like, hey, put him in. Like, that's. That's yeah. awesome, and you, like like you said, you gotta trust it. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. So, so what are you guys doing to make sure that next step? So you have football right now. You're focused on. Yeah. I mean, you you heard all the stats about football players and athletes and yeah. money and what We've happens. All watched ballers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, are you guys? I know you have to be really focused in football in the here, the day of the day. But yeah. in the back of your mind, are you thinking, okay, what can I take from this? on like stage two into business into my next you know in, oh, in, yeah. into my next life into my family as a dad yeah. or whatever is going to happen like are, are you guys aware of that or are you so focused in making a team and just getting through the year that you don't really have time to think about that uh i'd say i go through like phases that's it like during the off season you have a little bit more time because you know you're not as locked i mean you are locked in when you're lifting and stuff but it's not the pressure's not there as much so you think about it a little bit uh, and you think about, you know, you go and explore some different things. You go like, like I've gone and like job shadowed some places and just kind of been there, you know, and I've gone to like, I've been to different like people like, uh, you know, that are, you know, successful. And I go and sit down with them, have like lunch or dinner and just ask some questions. So it's more about me. Like for me, how I view it is I want to go and see, you know, different fields. Like once again, it's like a little kid again. Like, what am I going to do? Like. But I, I got to make a decision, but I want to see what what's out there. And, and yeah, you go through college and and you study your major and, uh, you know, you can always do stuff like that. But at the same time, I just know there's so much out there that uh, there's so much to learn. And I for me, it's like I want to do like hands on learning. I want to talk to the person who's done it and then and learn from that experience and then decide. So, I mean, it's a little bit, but like as you get closer to the season, Woo. Yeah. That goes out the door. Like, I out for that. Uh, yeah, I, you just start locking. Like, fo- it just goes up, ramps up. Spring comes along, it's up. Then you have a little break, and then you. But you're still, you're still locked in. A little bit more free time, but then as the season comes, it's just yeah, football, football, yeah, which I love. Have you experienced any of that yet? I think more than anything, you realize that, like football players, it is a profession. Like guys, beat on this craft. And get so good at it and you realize this is like what it takes to do other things you know and like as soon as i leave this like that mentality has to go with you right yep. like you know seeing like drew Brees, like the way he operates he is a professional to the core like everything he does is so precise so well set up you know a lot of people think all oh, these big time players like they probably just take it easy now that they're older Oh, it's totally opposite. They get more serious each year on what they do and how they do it. They're so meticulous. And it's like, wow, you apply that to any other field of work and you're going to be successful. So I think that's probably the main thing I've seen in the short time I've been around is like these guys are all about being meticulous and getting things done. And I'm sure this is how they are in every facet of their life. You know, they can transfer that to anywhere. Well, to have the success that he's had and still be the first one there in the morning. Yeah. Like he's pretty much always the first one there in the morning, and it's like, 
and I've heard from Taysom like he has his routine. Oh yeah, and it, you know, he reminds me a lot of you guys too because he's just such a nice, mm-hmm. normal guy, and he's kind of yeah. maintained that. But I mean, yeah, when you have that much success and you're still, yeah, like treating it like it's your first day, yeah, like what does that tell you? Like yeah, you can't, you exactly. can't slow, you can't slow down. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And so I, I think you're right. I think a lot of this will carry over, but I also think it's important to kind of find. You know, at least in the off season, start thinking about like what yeah. you're interested in. Just do something. Oh, yeah. You're still going to be young when it's done. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got plenty of time. Right? <laughs> you guys just need to coach. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you guys would be amazing coaches. Oh yeah, we could coach. Yeah. So, well, this has been awesome. We, we could yeah, good luck to you guys this year. Hours. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate thanks for, it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Good luck. Like, of course, everyone here is pulling for you. Like, everyone loves the Kafusis. <laughs> The Kafusi so, kindness. The Kafusi kindness, man. There you go. And killer Kafusis. Kafusis don't quit or can't quit. Kafusis can't quit or don't quit. Never quit. Never, Never quit. quit. Yeah. yeah. And so, what was the other one? The other one she had. Kafusis can do hard things. There you go. Hard things. We got to get yeah. like mayorisms. Like the, the mayor. Like we, we got to get. Oh, like, yeah. We got well, some. You guys got to start like writing down things that start That's popping real. up. Oh, I know. We right? should. Yeah. Can't do it right the first. Don't if you don't do it right the first time. Right. That's my saying for me. I'm the one who gets that one all the time. <laughs> the thing I remember is those things happen. Oh, yeah, that, those <laughs> things, yeah. that was my favorite. I'm like, mom, what happened to those things happen? That like, is a main one for happen. sure. That when is like one of the main ones. My mom's like, those things happen. I'm like, yeah. what happened to that saying? You don't say that as much anymore. <laughs> well, there's your next Mother's Day and Father's Day present. Yeah, yeah. just write, right. it, write out all the things that helped you. That you start remembering. No, Sweet. they're awesome people. Well, thanks, guys. Guys, well, appreciate all right, it. go get them. We're, we're excited for you.